Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. Hello, Rick. Hello, friends. All right. Well, we got a good one today. This, this one's been sitting in a lot also. The question goes like this. Is it okay to live with my boyfriend and girlfriend, asterisk, even if we're not having sex? All right. Let's just deal with this first with the way that most people are cohabitating. Most people that are cohabitating are having sex. I think it's a problem if you're living with your boyfriend or girlfriend, you don't want to have sex. Okay, so yeah. I don't know why you would put yourself in that position. I mean, we're told to flee immorality. Living with a person of the opposite sex that you're attracted to is not exactly the way that I would go about fleeing immorality. Um, what I would tell you is that the scriptures, though, do speak to it even if you're not actually engaging in physical intimacy, which is clearly inappropriate outside the context of marriage. By the way, let's just say a few things about cohabitation. People that live together are 67% less likely to get married than folks who don't. People who live together uh, have higher uh, cases of sexual abuse and even of affairs. In other words, there are more affairs within cohabitation than there are even within covenant marriage. And we know there's too many affairs within covenant marriage. We know sexual abuse goes up. We know physical abuse goes up. We know income goes down. We know children that live with couples that cohabitate um, are more prone to physical and sexual abuse. And so there's almost no benefit to this. I know the one that most folks are going to say is, well, we're fixing to get married in just a matter of weeks or months, and we don't want to start another lease in another apartment. But let me just say this. When you cohabitate, everything that you want to go up, marital satisfaction goes down. Uh, income goes down when you cohabitate. Um, uh, everything you want to go down, sexual abuse, physical abuse, uh, the likelihood that your marriage will work once you get marriage, those are all things you want to improve when you get in a relationship. They all go down when you cohabitate. So cohabitation is just not smart, okay? As far as uh, can we live together if we're not having sex? Well, that's not the only reason you shouldn't live together. We have other things that are to guide us as believers. Um, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, when we're being exhorted by the end of Paul in his letter to the Thessalonians, he says um, that we should hold fast to that which is good. Uh, abstain from every form of evil. And in fact, it says actually abstain from even the appearance of evil. Okay? So maybe you can live together, maybe, and uh, not be uh, committing the act of sin of fornication. But the Bible talks very clearly in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. It says, make sure this liberty of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block for the weak. Most people who live together who are attracted to one another are going to want to have physical relationship. And the fact that you can do that and not doesn't mean that you should. you got to really make sure that you don't, um, in your strength, cause a person who is weaker to sin. Secondly, 2 Corinthians 6.3 is a verse that just reminds us that we shouldn't do anything that would cause the ministry to be discredited. And the fact is, if you say you're serious about Jesus Christ and you, in a relationship, are living with a person of the opposite spouse, folks are going to all assume that what you're doing there is dishonoring to God or that you don't really care about what God's word says. And so I would counsel against that. Rick, we've got instances here at Watermark of couples that said, we've got to do it for financial reasons. And what has happened is the body of Christ has come around them and said, I'll tell you what, why don't you come live with us until you're married? And so let's take away, if it really is a financial reason, I mean, if it really is that, then the body around you should be able to help you with that being your one issue. I just can't see any real reason why it makes sense for a person to do this. Everything you want to go up goes down. Everything you want to go down goes up. So what do you say to a guy who says, hey, we're not going to live together, but I, I live in Dallas. My girlfriend goes to OU. She comes to town on the weekends. She stays with me. I stay in my room. She stays in the couch. We're not living yeah. together, but Same it just thing. makes sense. Same thing. 
um, you're putting yourself in a really bad situation. One of the reasons that so many folks struggle with sexual purity before marriage is because they put themselves in situations uh, where they're isolated. The Bible says that he who isolates himself, seeks his own desire, he quarrels against all sound wisdom. That's just not wise. I mean, if you're, a, if you're at all attracted to the person you're dating, and you ought to be, and then you put yourself in a situation where you're not going to be interrupted, okay, and where there is no accountability, that's going to consistently lead to trouble. And I would tell you, it still doesn't avoid the appearance of evil. And this liberty of yours will be a cause of a stumbling block to others, and you will cause the ministry to be discredited. Yeah, because I got a friend here at Watermark. What he does, his, his girlfriend will stay there. He'll go to his community group for the weekend, yeah. stay with the guys. and Again, same. it's an excellent solution. I mean, give her your house, you get out of there. Yeah. But I would tell you, get out early. Don't leave your house at 3 in the morning. Yeah. Okay? Good stuff. All right, well, we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick. 